I'm Kelly Harrell, author, animist, and creator of the Weekly Rune. Soul Intent Arts is my soul tending practice, and you're listening to What in the Weird, my podcast in which I talk about runes, animism, soul tending, and death walking, and how all of those are in relationship on my path. In this episode of Working with the Runes as Verbs, we're focusing on Naldis. I wouldn't say that people dread getting Naldis in their rune casts, but they're not thrilled about it either. It's one of the wintry runes opening the second et, and it has this subtle pause effect, as all of those icy runes do, each in their own way. Naldis follows Hagalaz, which is hardship that can't be avoided. It's an ill-fitting place where even if you see the crisis coming, your best efforts can't dodge it. All you can do is adapt. And in that adaptation, you come out changed. Hagalaz initiates the hot mess middle of the Elder Futhark. You come out of it bearing scar, which brings grief, maybe changed identity, changed relationship to place. It's a big deal. And Naldi's as the follow-up to that significant speed bump into the second act is two, though in different ways. Let's do a catch-up. We spend the first at figuring out how to function as a fit soul in form. We've had to explore our relationship to ecosystem. We've had to learn that we have agency and how to hold it in a way that tends the planet, not just our own butts. We learned our agency isn't in a vacuum. It affects others that we haven't really had to test its impact. We've even experienced the joy that can occur from humaning well. All of that is challenging in its own way, but it's training wheels for the second et. In the last episode, we talked about the second et as the plot twist of the Elder Futhark. And by the time we reach Naldi's, we know we have to work to accomplish what we came here to do. With Hagalaz, we've endured hardship. Like, really hard. Broke our lives in two in a way that can't go back. Schism. We've had to gain resilience. We had to adapt. What's the next logical progression from such a state? Enter Naldis, the Galder Nau, Naud, Naudi, Nid, Not. I could make an argument for several verbs that speak Naudi's language, such as to take right action to engage, but particularly the elements in ecosystem. Though the one that I feel in my bones is to persevere. Naldi's gets put forward as need and constraint, which are on point terms, but they don't convey what dynamics of lived Naldi's could look like in everyday life interactions. We're not in a culture that's taught to identify need, often doesn't value community as a means of meeting needs, and doesn't help us understand how to work with constraint around those. I think of Naldi's in those terms as understanding our needs enough 
to set boundaries and follow through, which is a big task in American seller culture, maybe anywhere, because we're not supposed to have to do that alone. For 11-ish years in the Weekly Rune, we've talked about the origins of Naldis as need fire quite a bit. We typically read about this ritual as the lighting of a ceremonial fire, the smoke of which ancestors would run themselves and livestock through to ward off disease and possession. It was done throughout Europe, even up until the late 1800s in some places. It may still be done in some places. I recently published an article on my blog called Googling the Demon, the Animistic Soma Checklist. In that article, I talk about how utterly practical historic pagan rituals get put forward as uncivilized superstition, or worse, they're demonized. And start me not on how AI is perpetuating that kind of harmful and inaccurate perspective as fact with total disregard of the history, as if the internet wasn't already doing that. If you look up need fire, it will say something like, it was a fire walking ritual, which is a completely different thing originating in India, by the way, believed to, quote, ward off evil or purify farmland and cattle, end quote. And really, both of those are pretty awesome things in my book. I see no reason to judge those as lesser. Cultures across an entire continent engaged this ritual in the transition to winter. That's something to pay attention to. So let's look at Needfire in a more animistic light. Needfire wasn't just lighting up and making wishes to fill needs. It wasn't hopefully stumbling through hot coals, though that literally didn't hit the West until 1970s. Also, it wasn't a tiny campfire, but a big bonfire. Needfire was first the extinguishing of all other fire in the community, all hearths and workspaces, then working from a ritualistically lit fire by rubbing sticks together, as in the Swedish words nodeld needfire, vredeld, twisted fire, as in the rotating of sticks to create friction, or the German notfir, rubbed fire. Setting this fire didn't just involve doing so with the hope of the community's needs being met. It literally involved rubbing of sticks to light it as the ritual. Need fire was a community-wide ritual that involved collaboration, planning, and labor to make a fire grand enough to hold the needs of the community for the winter. It involved keeping the fire smoldering with green wood and local medicinal plants so that it generated sacred smoke to pass through. Need fire was the ritual act of offering intentions for the flames to consume with the eco-relational assurance of needs being met. What drives the need fire is making lighting a fire alchemical medicine. It's what synergizes the mundane practice of snuffing all other fire to kindle this one to purify community and cattle with the bonds forged with the land spirits to fortify that protection. Yeah, it's burning herbs that kill germs. It's also 
reinforcing relationship to ecosystem as family and to each other as family after the shit show of Hagalaz. I mean, that seems like something that should stay in the seasonal ritual rotation. Yes, it seems like a balm to help us persevere in dark times, which are assured literally every winter in the north, every human experience in form. And yeah, we need skills, knowledge to cope with what the darkness brings, what radical Hagalaz style change does to our lives. We also need community, human person and other than human person. Nadis represents that perseverance, and it reminds us that we need our ecosystems and the capacity for those relationships to deliver on our needs, to help us manage our constraints as we regroup after Hagalas, lies in the intimacy of our rituals with place. Thank you for listening, especially thank you to my Patreon supporters who make What in the Weird and the Weekly Rune possible with their financial support. You can subscribe to it on Patreon. Just search for Runes for Change or my name, and you can subscribe for free, or you can join a paid tier and gain access to classes, deeper insights on the runes, soul-tending sessions. As far as upcoming things with me, registration for the next iteration of The Spirited Path is open. This will be the 10th cohort, and it's going to be structured very differently. Contact me for that information. I'll also be teaching a Rune Vetir class beginning in January, only on Patreon. So if you're down for that, you want to study the runes with me, we're going to talk about how to situate the runes in your ecosystem and season as an animist. Everything from what the runes are to how to greet a set, each rune meaning, casts. Join Patreon to access that registration information. And you don't have to join Patreon to support my work. You can buy my books. You can make a one-time contribution through PayPal, Venmo, or Square. You can even review my books online and just share my content. It's all awesome. Let's see, what else? The manuscript of my upcoming book, From Elder to Ancestor, is available for pre-order anywhere you buy books. It's scheduled to be out in June. I just got the galley yesterday, so it's game on. If you have questions or insights about working with the runes, runic calendars, soul tending, or if you just want to drop me a line, you can do that at kelly at soulintentarts.com. That's K-E-L-L-E-Y at soulintentarts.com. Learn more about me, Runic Book of Days, and my work by visiting my website. I'm most often on Instagram, which is at Kelly Soul Arts. You can check out previous episodes, find detailed notes on this episode on my website under the menu option Learn Livable Rune Lore. And the transcript of this episode can be found along with the episode description. I'm Kelly. This has been What in the Weird. Thank you for all the need fire you bring.